The whole lizard people thing, I don't know. <laughs> Fifth dimensional lizards. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to dispute that stuff because, like, there are things that happen in the world that I can't explain. And if I can't explain it, then who's to say that, like, that can't be an explanation? <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you think they made that sound? I know. I looked it up. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's really cool because to me it just sounds like a keyboard, but it's some crazy shit. Oh, yeah. That's great. Love that maybe one of Van Halen's most iconic songs starts with a bass line. <laughs> That's right. Never stacked his guitars. Really? It just That's just him? Oh, damn. Sounds great. It's why there's so much reverb on the guitar. Yeah, yeah. We'll get, I'll tell you about it. That's sick. Yeah. I always like really like just the way he plays. It's like I feel like people ripped off all the things that he did, but he's like really good at all of them. I know. Like when he slides, makes a woo sound. It's perfectly in time. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like maybe the, the, the under criminally underrated part of Van Halen is the backup vocals. I know. Done dude. by the bass player, what? which I think is crazy. That's yeah. Sick. Michael Anthony. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's his name. It, not Michael Anthony. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. It's David Lee Roth, right? Yeah, this is David I would, Lee Roth. I'll take him over Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. Aerosmith I mean, any day. Ooh, that's a really crazy one. I mean, I'd also like David Lee Roth, because, like, did you ever watch that Death Clock Metalocalypse show? Oh, of course. David Lee Roth, definitely who Dr. Roxo, the cocaine <laughs> yeah, clown. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Anybody got some That fucking crazy sound. Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast in which we talk about songs that worship Satan. Um, Today we're talking about the Van Halen classic, Running with the Devil. Released on May 6, 1978. It's the very first song off the very first Van Halen album. No shit. Did not know that. It was written by all four members of Van Halen and produced by the perfectly named Ted Templeman. What, there was all these guys with these names. Ted Templeman man. definitely sounds like he was like on a pretty good sitcom that I, I got canceled say, after yeah, two. Yes. Yeah, it's like just me and my daughter going through life, trying to trying to be good. Ted Templeton. Wow. Um, producing Van Halen albums. <laughs> um, a lot of people call it one of the best hard rock songs of all time. And the B side of this record changed the course of guitar history instantly. That's the song Eruption. Uh, yeah, wow, yeah. Wow, yeah. Which would also be a fun one to talk about, but I wouldn't know what to say other than just be like. This dude fucking shreds. Yeah, like, this is cool. <laughs> um, the song starts with a bunch of car horns. That's oh, what that sound is. Really? Yeah, the horns were taken out of the band's own cars. They were then mounted in a box powered by two car batteries attached to a foot switch. 
This way, the producer could slow down the horns before adding them to the track. Dude, it sounds like a great way to get electrocuted. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I wonder who did that. Yeah. Also, for like a band that seems pretty bare bones, it seems like a crazy way to achieve a sound. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, yeah I wonder whose, whose idea it was. Party! You made it! Yeah! Welcome to my latest experiment. This is the big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Uh, well, it's a DeLorean, right? Bear with what me, Marty. All your questions will be answered. Roll yeah. tape. It sounds cool. Yeah. It always kind of sounded like it was like the whole train, like the trains coming, yeah. you know? It sort of sounds like somebody playing with a cool like whammy pedal yeah. or like something that like you hear that weird pitch shift going on in a lot yeah. of like modern hip hop records mm-hmm. for the flip. Right. <laughs> um, this is the second song, I think, on this season to be in the movie Ready to Rumble. Yeah, that's right. right. What was the other one? Um, lit. My own oh, my own yeah, nice. Yeah. This song's also featured in another classic. Uh, yes. Listen to this film, Little Nicky, Little right? Nicky. Yeah. Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. <laughs> I used to think this song wasn't real. Really? Because yeah, of that? Not even because of, I didn't even realize it was any of these movies, but like my older brother, John, played the guitar growing yeah. up. That's how I got into guitar. And he would play this song. And I just thought it was like he was just making this up because it was, to me, it was so silly. It sounds silly even now. Yeah, it does sound. With the devil. And then it was on Little Nicky. I was yeah. like, oh my God, this is crazy. Oh, running with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Little Nicky. <laughs> um, well, it's like, this song is funny. I think it's like really successful because of how straight to the point it is. It's like yeah. rock and roll always flirts with this obsession with Satan and the occult, which I don't totally understand where it comes from probably like like the fact that rock and roll comes from blues yeah and it made blues sillier which makes rock i think it comes from the patriarchy oh really yeah (laughs) you're well researched on this that's right let's hear it i think it comes from the patriarchy i think it it comes from you know like when when rock and roll started getting this kind of heavier more angsty i think the conservative principles of america just did not agree with like the content and all this stuff. And they just, they made the association of, oh, nice. this is like devil music. And so they just kind of took it and ran with it that, being like, Hey, like, yeah, this is devil music. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, like the devil's cool. Like yeah. if you don't like the devil and you're like that, I don't want to be like you. Right. I don't, I th- so I, I think it run came, I came from yeah. like conservative America. Uh, that kind of makes sense. And that probably is why like that Faustian tale about like Robert Johnson selling his soul that they yeah, probably right, propagated right, right, right. that as well. Right. Yeah, sometimes you got to peel back the layers and realize that Justin Timberlake is the one making all this happen. <laughs> since the 70s. Yeah, since yeah, he's, he's, he's really 300 years yeah, old. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like I've had to deal with him for that right. long. Oh, my God. Um, but, like, one thing I want to talk about before we get into the guitar really quick yeah. is I want to talk about, like, classic rock harmony. Yeah. Because it's kind of weird. Especially in this song. Yeah, like what those guitars are doing weird suspensions that yeah. you just like wouldn't hear on any music nowadays, right. really. Like what is going on? What I like about the backgrounds in this song mm-hmm. is, and it's kind of a play on like the whole running with the devil, is the backgrounds kind of sound churchy. Yeah, okay. They're call. like big, <laughs> it's like it's almost like a choir is singing. Yeah. That. And it's kind of, it's funny to me to hear that harmony in this yeah. song. I think that's part of why this song was really successful because like obviously like, the guitar histrionics and wizardry of Van Halen is right. like on display, and pe- that's why people love Van Halen. But right. this is kind of like a pop song that's easy to sing along to. It is, and all the great uh, Van Halen songs are like this: Panama, Jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just all like, "Well, we're ready to like 
Dance the Night Away. That's another really yeah. good one. Damn, they got a lot of Hot great songs. Hot for a Teacher. I love yeah, that dude. One. <laughs> I think uh, might be one of the more underrated like rock. When you yeah. talk about big classic rock bands, you know, obviously like Led Zeppelin, Guns N' Roses, they're like immediately thrown in. But yeah. man, Van Halen is fucking yeah, sick. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Van Halen gets the love that those groups get. I know. Yeah, even though this guy like basically recreated how people play the electric guitar. Yeah. Um, built his own guitar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, let's just, I mean, while, we, while we're while we on talking about Eddie Van Halen, like, let's just, like, talk about why he is so good and, like, what he does that other people did not do to that point. One of the things that, like, I've, that have always been so interesting with Van Halen, and, and when this is, like, speaking in a production way, is, and I forget who told me about this, um, but you, if you've ever noticed, none of his guitars are ever doubled. Yeah, I mean, I had not noticed that because they sound big as hell. They sound big as hell. Yeah. And... Van Halen was like a purist. He was like, this is the guitar. I'm playing the guitar. Like, this is the sound. (laughs) I like that. There's no need to stack it and double it, which was very modern techniques, you know? Which is why there's always a lot of reverb, a lot of chorus, a lot of delay, because those are like stereo effects that you add on to a sound to make it a little bit wider. Exactly, yeah. So you don't have to double it. It's just like it kind of fills up the same space. It's like a big mono. Yeah. Yeah, like And so in this song, like the guitar kind of sits 45 degrees left. But you, if you pay attention to your right ear, you can kind of hear the chorusing and the delay and the reverb of that guitar kind of yeah. giving it more of a wide Oh, that's feel. awesome. But he never doubled his guitars. Yeah, yeah. He didn't believe in it. I like it. Like, the things that you hear about Van Halen are just awesome. Like, shit like that. How you hear There's about- There's the Skittles, the what, green Skittles. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that? it was yellow Skittles. It might be yellow. Yeah, yeah. It might be yellow. Well, so, like, a lot of people always think, like, that's an example of Van Halen being really difficult. So, tell the story. Yeah, so, so tell the story. On, on the rider, which is, like, basically, like, when you book a gig, you present this- list of demands almost yeah. like a ransom list <laughs> like we won't play the show unless this happens Turkey bacon. and like usually it's like stuff like if you're like a band coming up it's like 12 pbr right or right, like right. sandwiches right keep on smiling. oh shit i said over easy um and as you get more famous you got like there was one that like circulated a few years ago that was like CeeLo's rider that was like many pages and it was like oh, dude, yeah. Wednesdays are prawn nights so oh, it's like stuff God. like that so Van Halen was famous because they would they would put on their rider they wanted a bowl of just yellow M&Ms oh uh, yeah in their right, dressing right, room right, right. but they came out later on and I don't know if they were just trying to save face but they said that this was to make sure that they knew that somebody had actually read their full rider right. contract it's like it, and yeah. it kind of goes down to just the nitty gritty of the music industry like like yeah. when you're working in stage crew or in the studio or whatever, it's all about the small details. Yeah. And so for them, if they saw that they had gotten all yellow and they were like, it's going to be a good show. Because yeah. someone took the time to make sure that all the little things were right. But it also, and I get that. It also could have been them just being like, I'm the fu- fucking best guitar player in the world. You give me those yellow <laughs> M&Ms, you don't, I'm not playing the guitar. <laughs> like, I, like, it could be crazy like yeah. that. I mean, Eddie Van Halen also was like famous for like never. Apparently, he would never go out and, like, have fun. I believe it. Like, ever. And, like, after the shows, what he would do is he would lock himself in his hotel room with a bottle of vodka and just, like, fucking make demos with a tape machine. And it's like, I love that dedication, I have to be honest. Do you think they argued about which M&M color tasted better? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) that is weird because, like, obviously, like, blue tastes the best, but they didn't exist back then. It was the the light brown, right? The blue kind of came out in, like, 94. I remember like do, for like doing like a play about that in kindergarten. The blue M and M. Yeah, and could we and they all gave us like the tan M and M's. Uh. So they were like, "Oh, it's gonna be a collector's item." And then like probably like 
seven years later, I saw it in the in my room and I was like hungry. So I just like, I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's still good. Who cares about collector's items? Right. I want to eat M&M's <laughs> or one M&M. Right. The one. Yeah. What do you think tastes the best? Red. Red. Oh yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Red. Yeah. Have you had those hazelnut M&M's by the way? No, I haven't had them yet. I'm sure they're really good. Yeah. I like all the M&M varietals. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. They're Peanut good. is really good. Yeah, probably, probably the, the best. Peanut butter is really fun, especially like the big ones. Mm-hmm. I like the like birthday cake, birthday cake, anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what Can't the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. Um, Eddie Van Halen also elevated the guitar to a, a point where like the ability to be a right. virtuoso yeah. with it was like now kind of like in the forefront and it really fired up a lot of people to do it. I think it was like him and Ingve. Yeah, they they <laughs> what they really utilized was their right hand. Yeah. in use of playing on the neck with the right hand, whether it's tapping or sliding or doing all these other things that people didn't think yeah. about that you could use the right hand for. And that kind of just opens Pandora's box of things that you can do when you're not just thinking about strumming and you can use your hand for other yeah. things. I think also he was probably like the first like this is like uh, the he was like the first electric guitar technical legend. Yeah, probably right. Maybe like I, Jimmy Page gets a lot of credit for that, but I feel but like, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and like I'm down to go. I'm down to to yeah. fought, to fight on this hill. We can go. We can the go. Dude, on he's Jimmy obviously Page. great. Yeah, yeah. He's obviously, he writes His great tone songs. Is awesome. His tone's Angus great. Young is better. I know. I right? like Angus better. But <laughs> Jimmy Page. I mean, I've heard some. I've heard some Jimmy Page things. I'm just like ah. I'm like ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But is the guy like obviously like a legend and wrote like some of the best songs ever? Definitely. Yeah, but am I gonna am I gonna call him the greatest technical guitar player? It feels no like way. Eddie Van Halen was the first like Paganini style yeah. dude to yeah. like rip on the electric guitar, and that after, at that point it was like, how good are you? He like created like the shredder. Yeah, he thing. did create the sh- like the shredder as like a ego, like the ego, yeah. like the Ingve, <laughs> like Steve I, yeah. Joe Satriani, like he set. Yeah, which is cool because yeah. I I used to be so into that stuff, and I think like I still am a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, love Eric Johnson. Yeah, dude, I mean Eric Johnson. He's he might be like, he's definitely like the most like white collar yeah. of the shredders. <laughs> yeah, he you is. know that's so funny. You know, but I because he, he's he, he's so technically clean. Yeah, yeah. You know where I like kind of like the nastiness and the it's not sloppiness, but like the fury that Van Halen kind of plays. Yeah, with. I agree. He's a little bit more of the like. He he seems like he combines the harder, more aggressive elements of right. rock and roll really perfectly with like a clean technical style, right. which is We're, really hard to do. And shredding kind of went more the clean way. Yeah. Like when you think of Steve I and Joe Satriani and yeah. John Petrucci, it's all the very truth. clean. The tr- <laughs> I know. I went to a G3 one time. Um, do you follow it, his Instagram page? No, it's no. fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's, he seems great. cool. Yeah, he seems so great. Uh, I, yeah, I went to a G3 once, which is like this, you know, yeah, it, oh, it, yeah. it was um, John Petrucci. Paul Gilbert. Oh yeah, Paul Gilbert. And um sunglasses guy. Satriani. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is, the podcast is off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> You'll figure out where it goes. It's Satriani. It was fun. I saw Paul Gilbert play the guitar with um a fucking power drill. Yeah. Which apparently yeah. was a Van Halen thing. Yeah, it was. So then and I, I think they played with a vacuum cleaner too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's wow. always a fun thing to experiment with. Yeah. Just put yeah, I, I remember coming home from that concert and taking my electric toothbrush and putting it to my bass strings so it was not great yeah it's like- <laughs> <laughs> maybe on stage it was really bad for the toothbrush yeah <laughs>